Hello, Story Connect listeners. This is your host, Andy Johns. We recorded three episodes of the podcast live at our Story Connect conference. And during that conference, some of the equipment levels were uh, turned up higher than they should have been. So the audio quality on these three episodes is not what you've come to expect and not the standard that we work hard to uh, achieve for you. So I just want to let you know and apologize uh, that the quality won't be there, but we felt like it's good content and we wanted to share. Thanks. A production of WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What are the latest TV and video trends in rural America? That's what we'll be talking about in this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host with WordSouth and Pioneer. And I'm joined for this episode by Scott Meyer, who is the Marketing Director for Innovative Systems. Scott, thanks for being here. Always great to be with you, Andy. So we are recording this one again live in front of our wonderful studio audience. Not a studio audience, our conference audience here at Story Connect. Glad that you guys are here. And this is going to be fun. So the last two years, we have done a breakdown of our most popular, li- most listened to podcasts uh, for 2021 and 2020. And the episodes that we recorded on this topic both years, you've been in the top, uh, the top five most listened to podcasts both years. Uh, so what the people want is more Scott, and that's what we're going to give them is more Scott. <laughs> It's, it's not me, it's the data. I really, you know, kudos to my company for making the investment because it's a fairly significant investment. We've been doing it for about six years. And so we've allowed, had the opportunity to get some really interesting benchmarks in our data. For those who are not among the millions online listening to the podcast uh, that have heard the previous episodes, give us a little summary about some of that data, some of the survey uh, material that you guys do on a regular basis. Yeah, well, well, basically what we want to do is we, we want to find out what rural America is all about. I mean, there's a lot of data coming in from urban and, and metropolitan, but, but we've always felt that urban uh, rural America has been somewhat ignored. And so we've always also felt that the rural American consumer is a little bit different in what they do and how they you know, consume broadband and video and why they do compared to their big city cousins. So, so we actually are putting out a survey to just rural addresses and this year we did 837 addresses. And that's looking primarily at, at video viewing choices or, or, or TV viewing choices. Actually, there's, there's three areas where we're working right now. We're, we're doing some video, we're doing broadband, and then we're also, we've had some pandemic uh, interest. So we, we are getting some really good data now with the pandemic that we've been benchmarked over the last two years. Perfect. That's great to have. Well, and we'll come back to the pandemic in a minute. But in general, what uh, what what things are you seeing? What kind of results? Because I know some of them are pretty fresh. What are some of the conclusions and, and results you're able to see? I just got this data on Sunday, so I haven't really had a chance to digest it. So I, I actually had to bring up my helper here on my iPad to just to kind of get me going. And, sure. And, you know, I mean, just briefly, you know, starting with video, uh, one of the things that we've always found is when we started, let's, let me back up for a second. When we started in 2016, the number of rural American homes that were using a streaming service was 6%. Um, the data that I just got on Sunday for 2022, 61%. So as you can see, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's interesting. So say that again. It was 2016? Yes. 6% Yes. streaming. Yes. And then 2021? 
2022. We just finished, the study just finished two weeks ago. And it was 61%. 61%, correct. Huge uptick, wow. Yes, now, I want to quantify that before we move into some other, other data points, is that they, were, they had the opportunity to check all that applied into how they were consuming video. And of the 61%, 56% also had a complimentary pay TV service. So, and, and there's reasons for that, and one of the big reasons is the importance of local programming. Very important to rural America, and we have a one to 10 scale, one being not very interested, 10 being the highest level of interest. And in 2022, overall, 8.2 was the level of interest out of a scale of 1 to 10 across all demographics of having the alphabet networks, local programming, news, weather, and sports. So Alphabets being ABC, NBC, correct. CBS. Yep. Okay. Sorry, got into this. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so, so that's interesting. To unpack that a little bit, you've got 61% of folks are streaming in rural America, but more than half of those have a paid video service and, or, you know, paid like IPTV, cable, satellite, something like that. But, um, you know, less than half are only streaming. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's a compliment, but it makes sense with the data because of that importance of local programming. And wh why that's important is, as we go through the data, the number of people that can get all of those networks with an over-the-air antenna in rural America is limited. I mean, from, from my perspective, living south of Mitchell in South Dakota, if I put an antenna on top of my two-and-a-half-story house, I get zero channels. When they went from digital or from analog to digital, the coverage area shrunk, so a large swath of rural America can't get all of those local channels. They have the desire, as we can see from the data, so they're going to get it someplace. And more likely than not, they're going to have to pay to get it. And so we believe that's why that data coincides with having that as a complementary service. So what other conclusions, uh, and we can stay on video for just another second, what other, I, I know you've looked before at, at the popular channels, you mentioned sports and, and the alphabet networks, what other um, uh, networks or programming are you seeing um, uh, unusually kind of punch above their weight in, in rural America? Well, you know, I think because I think there's such a large percentage that are streaming and, and there's so much data here and I would like to you know, welcome people to uh, check in with me during the conference and give me your card and I'll send you the new report. It's about 70 pages. Oh, good. And it's a digital report. I'd be happy to send that to you. And, but I want to unpack the streaming part just real quick. Um, obviously, no big surprise, the most popular streaming service is Netflix. Amazon is number two and Hulu is number three. And they're, they're kind of like our legacy streaming services. But what's really interesting is when you go back from that, Disney Plus, Peacock, HBO Max, um, none of those even existed five years ago. And now they're moving the needle. Disney Plus has 34% share in rural America and Peacock has a 23% share. So, wow. you know, I mean, we're seeing so many streaming services and at some point, we do think that is going to be a detriment in that particular um, vertical. How so? Just the, the competition between the platforms? Yep. They're going to just consume each other. They're going to take and make their content exclusive. Like Netflix has lost a lot of content. So um, the only other thing that I wanted to share real quick is that um, we found that people are still, even year two of the pandemic, are still watching more TV or more video than they did pre-pandemic. And that, that 
I mean, we thought that number was going to drop significantly, but 20... Kind of peak during the, the shutdowns it, and all that. But it has it? dropped very little. Interesting. Yeah. So, anyhow, that's that's video. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's jump into the, the broadband piece of it mm -hmm. or the other parts of the study. What, what conclusions have you been able to draw or what are the highlights there? Um, well... I think the biggest thing is uh, rural Americans are getting a really good deal. I mean, on average, they're paying 68 bucks a month for their broadband. But what's really interesting is that 36% are not happy with their internet speed. 36%. That's a pretty big number. And then, we, oh, go ahead. And the question is specific about their speed, not necessarily the provider in general, but about their specific speed. Yeah. Ask if they're happy with their speeds. Or, and, and those who are willing to get a faster speed, um, this is really an interesting number here. They're willing, the average mean willing to spend for faster internet is 90 bucks a month. Interesting. Unpack that a little bit for me. So they're, they're willing to pay up to 90? So the, the question is framed this way. How much are you willing to pay per month for internet service that is much faster than you're getting now? That was how the question was framed. The, the average was $91 a month. We also broke that down demographically. And so there's a lot of data here. And we broke it down by income source. So, so we really did, we did uh, make this very granular. But if you take it all on average, on the average, uh, people that want faster internet were willing to pay up to 90 bucks a month for it. Interesting. And there will be some, some more of, of that kind of information in a panel that, that Scott's on uh, later. So you'll, you'll be able to get more there. Uh, we are running a little short on time, so give me maybe one more one more highlight that you had prepared, and uh, and and then we'll uh, we'll move on to the next session. But uh, you have one other item you want to be sure. Sure, yeah. I, actually, I figured you did. We've done a few of these. I figured you had. You yeah, had more. Well, this is normally a forty-five minute presentation. Right. So. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, in twenty twenty one. 26% of rural Americans were working at home because of the pandemic. So we expected that more people are going back to work, but still 2022, and this is very fresh data, 19% of rural Americans are still working from home who had never worked at home before the pandemic. Interesting. Uh, one last thing, tell folks how they can, they can get in touch with you to get a hold of, of more of the data. Well. Just stop in and say hi, let's change cards, and I'll just shoot you an email and send it to you. Perfect. He is Scott Meyer, Marketing Director for Innovative Systems. They are the wonderful audience here at Story Connect. And I'm your host, Andy Johns, with WordSoft and Pioneer. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Both companies are built to share your story. Our associate producer is Sarah Wooten. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.